can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. G'day folks, Peter here. Welcome back to Monday Down Under on the Talking Pools podcast, where I give some of my thoughts and perspectives as a pool technician in Perth, Western Australia. I'm in my late 40s now. I like to think that I don't look like I'm in my late 40s. People often tell me that I look like I'm in my 50s. I think there's too much silver coming through in the, the beard. But one thing I've learned is that life throws curveballs at us. It doesn't always go to plan. The completely unexpected can happen. Surprises can happen. But the other thing I've learned along the way so far is that our response to these situations can either make us or break us. Let me tell you a little bit about my year so far. I'm sure you're all familiar with the first Matrix movie, or at least the scene in it, where Neo, the main character, gets shot at by the the spook, the government agent, and bends over backwards, dodging these bullets that are whirring past him. Well, one night in April this year, my young bloke, my, my son, decided to shoot at me with his Nerf gun. So I started bending over backwards, trying to avoid these little pellets coming at me. And I kept going backwards, and I kept going backwards, and I kept going backwards until the floor stopped me. Now, on the way down, I was thinking, yeah, I've done plenty of martial arts. I know the technique to take a fall. So I protected my head, protected my spine. But what I didn't think of was my left foot, which caught the back corner of the sofa. And shattered. Had a CT scan the next day and it was stuffed. Went to see a surgeon about it. Fortunately, I didn't need surgery. The, the architecture of the foot was still intact. But what followed was six, maybe seven weeks confined to a chair with a surgical boot on. After that, six weeks of physio, where I started being able to almost learn to walk again, not quite That sounds a bit too dramatic, but it was really weird at first, walking after six, seven weeks of being immobile. I then found the need to join a gym, and fortunately I found a gym for over 40s with pre-existing injuries. (laughs) I told a friend of mine that, and he said, mate, you're over 40, of course you've got pre-existing injuries, that's life, maybe he's right. But in all of this, I started looking for the opportunities. How can I benefit somehow from an injury? Now, I grant you, I don't know what I would have done if I was a single polar, especially if it was at the start of the busy season. That could have very well just destroyed the business. Fortunately, though, I just before then put on an extra technician 
so the others could fill the, the gap that I left. I had to accept there are some jobs that I still now can't do some months later. Uh, I no, lo- no longer go on to roofs to work on pool solar heating systems, uh, things like that. But when I was confined to the chair, I realised I've got time now to catch up on paperwork. There's a lot of bureaucracy in Australia. We're, we're the nanny state of the world, some would say. I could work on plans for upcoming projects that I had and still have. I also realised it didn't matter if I was awake at night and asleep during the day. So I set about doing my US CPO training. Uh, I did Rudy's course, absolutely fantastic. Very revealing to see some of the differences between your, the USA and Australia. It was also a good opportunity for me to become more familiar with the imperial system because everything here is metric. Most things here are metric, but that's a topic for a different, different episode. I could also study up on new products, do some learning on my own, read up on certain chemicals, uh, learn about how certain bits of equipment that I'm not familiar with work. As I started getting back on my feet, I could meet with suppliers, speak to them about new products coming up, speak to them about their perspectives on certain aspects of the industry. I could work on the business, not in the business. The other thing is this injury was a motivator for me to join a gym. Now, I know previously I joined one of these 24-hour gyms where you can access any time, but life got in the way. I was always too busy. I didn't show up nearly as often as I should have. So in the few months of this gym, I threw myself completely into it. And I've lost 10 kilos. That's 22 pounds. And that's a loss accounting for gain in muscle mass. I'm more hydrated now. And our summers can be quite hot here. So hydration is critical. I know people who have had heat stroke and heat exhaustion. Uh, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. I certainly wouldn't want to go through it myself. As things were starting to get back on track, I thought this is a great opportunity to do the more physical jobs that need to be done, some workshop jobs, reorganize the truck. And in August, there was a a big period of storms, a lot of rain, very heavy rain for here, lightning storms. But despite all that, in August, that's still winter here, it got busy. One day, I remember it was a Thursday, my phone started ringing with new customer inquiries. And it hasn't stopped since. It's grown since, but I've never before seen a season start so hard so fast. 
had no time to catch my breath. It was all hands on deck, full steam ahead. And then in the end of November, one of my technicians sent me a message one night. Hey, Pete, I need to tell you something. I said, yeah, what's up? She then said, I'm handing in my two weeks notice. Son of a bitch! She was quitting and ending up two weeks before Christmas. Now, Christmas Day in Australia is very similar in some ways, in one main way, to Memorial Day in the USA, as I understand it. And that is, that's the day everyone wants to use their pool properly for the first time. We keep getting asked, can you have it done by Christmas? Because apparently my my dad, when he was a pool builder, used to say, the world ends at Christmas. And heaven help us if we don't get certain jobs finished by then. It's the worst possible timing for someone to leave, especially in such a busy season. So what I've decided to do is refocus our approach in the business. I'm working through with uh, another technician. How can we refocus? We can't find somebody else to put on at the moment. So how can we refocus things? And what we're doing is going back, for me anyway, almost back to how I originally started this business. My original plan was never to do regular servicing. Frankly, I find pushing a vacuum around a pool all day to be one of the most boring things ever. So others are doing the regular servicing, some equipment, some repairs as the situation arises, as the need arises. And I'm focusing on the original plan, quick response, equipment sales and installation. We, Everyone knows that we make more money from selling equipment than we do from cleaning pools and less That's your particular focus. Changes to the approach in scheduling, freeing up more of my time and letting this other technician take care of of the scheduling for most of it. One of the best business decisions I ever made was a couple of years ago, I engaged a business coach. Uh, She lives locally here in Perth, originally from Tennessee. Fantastic business coach. Very, very insightful. And one thing she said to me once when I explained something, I forget the specifics of what it was, but something had really not gone to plan. It was pretty bad at the time, I remember. She said, well, how can you find the good in it? What can you benefit? How can you benefit from this? And I found that turnover and profits went through the roof at that point. Sometimes it can be really beneficial to get an outside perspective, be it a business coach, be it a mentor. Uh, There are a couple of other pool guys around where I'll ring them up or they'll ring me having a chat just to say, hey, I've got this, this going on. What would you do? What's your take on it? Now, you've got to be careful to think through these things yourself, not just take do what somebody else tells you. But if it can help you find benefit... When things go wrong, then more power to you. You see, in short, I'm a big fan of preparing for things. I I love to plan things out, have a strategy in place and act on it. 
But as the old saying says, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. Another movie reference, Under Siege 2, where the bad guy says, chance, chance favours the prepared mind. But when these curveball comes, I think a positive attitude, and nurturing that attitude and living by it, that makes a world of difference. I hope this gives you something to think about. Uh, eventually, something's not going to go to plan. Sometimes every day, sometimes it's something rare and very, very serious, very severe, much more serious than a broken foot. But uh, when that happens, if that happens, wish you well. Stay positive, people. Uru. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 